Welcome everyone to another edition of the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the Mouth of Michigan, Ramadeka. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merc Zone. How are we feeling today, Mike? I'm feeling pretty good. All right, guys. This is another episode of our Quick Hitter series, where we kind of break down one topic uh, in greater detail. We spend about 20, 25 minutes on it, and we kind of go into basically every aspect of that topic. This week is going to be, of course, the biggest game of the year, uh, the Super Bowl between the New England Patriots and the Los Angeles Rams, obviously coming off of two very highly entertaining and controversial AFC and NFC Conference Championship games mm-hmm. that we covered in our first Quick Hitter episode, so if you haven't listened to that, please go back and look at that. Um, but yeah, this is a big thing, a reminder once again that these episodes are always just for our podcast listeners only, so these will not be on YouTube, but please do subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music to make sure you don't miss any amazing, great content that we're throwing out to you guys Every single week. Okay, Mike, so let's take a look at this just broad picture right now. Mm-hmm. New England coming off a huge win in Kansas City, a place where people thought they wouldn't be able to stop the offense. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to win on the road because they're so terrible on the road this season. And yet they came in, they had a great game plan that first half of the first half, and they shut Patty Mahomes down. That second half, however, a completely different story, and it was a shootout at the end here. Mm-hmm. Can New England live by that philosophy? This uh, you know this coming weekend here against the Rams because I, I feel like if that's the case I don't know if that offense is going to be able to keep up enough to really put up the numbers that they're hoping to put up. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting matchup in my opinion. Um, I think the key for New England is exactly what they did against the Chiefs at least in the first half. Right. It's just win time of possession. Absolutely. When you keep the Rams off that field, mm-hmm. you know Todd Gurley, you know Goff. All that, all, Brandon Cooks, all the yeah. offensive weapons they have. If they can just keep them off the field and keep Brady rolling and scoring, I think that's a big thing because mm-hmm. early in that game, they weren't really scoring touchdowns. They just had right. the ball for a long time. Right. So you have to really capitalize on those you know, 15 play drives. You have right. to score touchdowns. And I think that's something the Saints, especially early on in that game, when you're watching Goff throw that early interception in the first quarter, and the Saints only come away with three, three. there. So oh. instead of it being 14 nothing, it was only 6, six nothing in that start of that football game. And I really, if you look, at the grand scheme of things, the 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 pass interference no call aside, that really could decide a football game because then if you're the Saints and you're up fourteen nothing on the Rams, that's a big difference, right? Because mm-hmm. the Rams Absolutely. can go down and score seven six, and you're now you're losing even though you've dominated the whole first, first quarter, half. right? Yeah. I think New England did a pretty nice job. Obviously, New England also turned the ball over in the first quarter as well on that play action tight end dump pass to Gronk, but mm-hmm. New England got up two scores early. You know what I mean yeah. in that game going into halftime. They score. They're up thirteen, I think. Right, thirteen nothing, fourteen nothing. Uh, they were, yeah, fourteen. And so, by by forcing the Chiefs to be a little bit more one dimensional, right, it forced Mahomes to make some throws, which he did. I think that is a huge key to this game both ways, right? I think that both defenses are going to have to figure out a way to take out what each team does best, right? And I think that. For whatever reason, it seems like New England's adjustments in the second half really weren't weren't there, mm-hmm. right? Where and I in the Rams' case, I feel like they benefit a little bit, obviously, from the conservative play calling. I think Sean Payton coached himself a little bit out of that game with yeah. the Taysom Hill sets and everything else, especially in the red zone there. Um, obviously, New England's not going to do that. I don't think the Rams have seen a better quarterback than Tom Brady in the playoffs because Tom Brady in the playoffs is very different. It's like Rajon Rondo in the NBA. There's playoff Rondo and then there's regular Rondo, right? Where 
Playoff Tom Brady is playoff Tom Brady. That's a totally yeah. different ball game, and I think they're going in with a massive yeah. chip on their shoulder. Well, I think you, you can't really even argue, really, that I think... I don't think Brady's the best regular season quarterback of all time, but definitely when you start going into the playoff aspect oh, yeah, of it, absolutely. I don't think there's anyone that even compares. Like, I would say, personally, I would be like, I think Rodgers is a better, like, quarterback He's got more Brady. ability. I think he Absolutely. has more ability. I think he's. I think he yeah. he plays the position a little better. Arm strength too. Arm yeah. strength, all that stuff that adds into it. But when you get into the playoff aspect, no one even like. It's, it's like close. It's, it's Brady like one, and then probably Montana. They're yeah, they're probably the top. Two. They're, they're the top two, and yeah. after that, I mean, it's hard to even like come yeah. up with. People. It's a very far away third. Yeah, right. so it's it's just kind of like. So obviously they haven't seen anybody. I think Breeze was a nice test mm-hmm. because I think. I don't know if Breeze doesn't change much. Like, you don't see no. a different version of Breeze. Breeze right. just consistently through the whole year mm-hmm. just drew Breeze, and he's always great. Mm-hmm. But they haven't seen a monster like Brady yet, right. so I think that comes into a big key into this game. Right, absolutely. And I think that for the Rams, I think two things. Number one, Todd Gurley needs to wake up. If you're mm-hmm. if you're the Rams right now, you you were relying heavily upon CJ Anderson in that NFC Championship game, and you had some pretty good success, no doubt about it. But if if you can't get Gurley or that run game as a whole going early on, I think they're going to be in a lot of trouble. I think that the Saints, I think the reason why in the end of that game, even with the no call, they threw the ball a lot, is that mm-hmm. I don't think they had value. They didn't have enough trust in that defense at the end of that football game to make a stop. Mm-hmm. when they needed it and I think New England's defense is going to have to do the same thing right it's going to have to make some key stops and it's going to have to force the Rams to beat them through the air right I mm-hmm. think they have good enough linebacker play to take away any check down stuff from a tight end and I think that New England's corners I think the um that Jackson I think is the guy's name right I think he plays the slot or the outside corner mm-hmm. um outside of Gilmore I think he is going to be the key in this game especially defensively for New England because if, if say Brandon Cooks and Gilmore are going one-on-one Right or what have you. I think Jackson's a slex. I think is yeah. McCourty the outside outside of Gilmore as McCourty. McCourty usually plays is, the, is, is usually the outside is the outside guy right because he gets the McCourty right. is usually double team. Okay, right. So I think that that then that nickel spot right where that yeah. third receiver is going to come in is, right is going to yeah. be huge because he's the guy who got beat a couple times in that Chiefs game as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the Eric Rowe of last year, right? Eric Rowe got targeted big time by Philadelphia yeah. all game I long. I think Jackson was targeted very early against the Chiefs. Yes. He was just in the first half he was able to make the plays. Right. And then he got penalized then, a couple times. You know, oh a couple PI I calls. I think there's three in one drive yes. near the end of the game. Exactly. So I think New England's back. ability to hide him because he's pro- he's obviously the third best corner or else he wouldn't be out there but their ability to hide him and to help him mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think Brandon Cooks obviously is their big weapon. However, Robert Woods is still a go-to guy for them and I think that if they have Gilmore on Cooks and Gilmore's really locking him down, yeah. right? Or if they go what the New England does where they take the McCourty brother on Cooks along with their safety, right? The other McCourty brother. And then you have Gilmore completely locked down Woods. I think it's going to be really difficult for the Rams to truly get a lot of open looks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of check downs because the Saints defense, I feel like, that while they played really well for a good majority of that game, there was still some like long third down conversions that, that the Rams were making. You yeah. know what I mean? I you know I, I don't know how you feel but I really enjoyed their their game plan especially first half against yeah. the Chiefs where they blitzed a lot. So who would you think would be the key for a double team? If you're gonna think about double teaming mm-hmm. one of the receivers for the Rams, who would you double team? I'm gonna double team Robert Woods, and I'll he tell is. you why because I think that he is Goff's go-to guy. I don't mm-hmm. think I think Cooks is a 
is a big play guy, yeah. right? But I don't. Cooks doesn't run a lot of like across the middle. He doesn't run. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm comparing the two, right? Like Randy Moss, for instance. Randy Moss is what he was the go receiver. He goes straight down the field. He's faster than everybody, and he's just gonna out jump you, right? Yeah. To ran everything, right? Yeah. So that's why I always thought To was more of a dangerous wide receiver than Randy Moss was, mm-hmm. as far as game planning was concerned, was because. He did so much more, right? Mm-hmm. Not, they're both great receivers, but I think Robert Woods is his safety blanket. So yeah. I think that is the guy that you desperately need to contain, especially on those third and sixes. You know what I mean? Third and fives, when you have an opportunity to get off the field. Now, third and 20, obviously Robert, or obviously um, Cooks is the guy they're probably going to be looking for for the big play. But it, with the way New England's defense played, especially the first half, with the amount of blitzing and the amount of pressure that they were putting on Mahomes that entire time, mm. I think that's going to be another huge key to their success because I think that putting that offensive line to test and really forcing Goff to make tough throws under pressure or while he's being hit yeah. is going to drastically change this outcome. And he's a similar makeup to Brady. Brady gets hit a lot. It's a different Tom Brady. Yeah, I think so... In your opinion, I have an opinion on it, but yeah. I'll just to get your take on right, it. Absolutely. So do you think, um, which matchup uh, on each side of the ball do you think is more important for the win? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's New England offense versus the Rams defense, or the Rams offense to New England's defense? Which one do you think like it's going to impact more? It's new. I think it's New England's defense. But uh, to be more spe- it, it, that's actually a tough question for me. Uh, uh, just offense versus defense, I think it's New England's defense stopping the Rams offense. That's like the key. That's the key. However, I will say this, that... If we're looking at specific battles, right? Mm-hmm. I think the Patriots' offensive line versus the Rams' defensive, defensive line yeah. is going to truly be the number one thing that determines this football game. Mm-hmm. Because if the Rams can put pressure on Brady and force him off of his spot, yeah. right? Which is what every team that's ever beat him has done, right? Yeah. The Giants had a good pass rush. Baltimore always had a good pass rush. You know what I mean? Even the Colts that year in the AFC mm-hmm. title game have a good pass rush. So those teams that are forcing Brady off the spot and forcing him to move around, that's where you'll find success, I think, yeah. if you're the Rams. Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, the biggest key is the Rams' offense to the New England defense right. because the Patriots have never lost in a shootout. They've only lost twice in the playoff to shootouts. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Colts. I think it was 2006. Right, where the they Colts blew that up. big lead, too. Yeah, they yeah. blew a big lead, but it was a super shootout. And, and they were last, in Indy. Yeah, yeah, and that last uh, Super Bowl that they were just saying against right. Philadelphia were the two like shootouts that the Patriots couldn't win. Absolutely. So I think it really depends on like that defense uh, for the Rams. It's going to have to shut down Brady. And if they can't, mm-hmm. then you. I think the biggest matchup then is looking at that Rams offense and going, can you score 30, 35 right. in that range? Because Brady, if it, when it comes down to it, He's gonna put up thirty. Right. If he had, and here's he the thing to. too, and and we talked about this on episode nine of our of of the podcast episodes where we said it, it, we can kind of both agree that whoever won that coin toss in that AFC yeah. title game was gonna win that game. Neither defense had any propensity in that yeah, second half to stop game. anybody. You know what I mean? Well, I think the Rams. De- I think the Rams defense is clearly better than Kansas City's, especially on paper, mm-hmm. right? And I think that. It's going to really depend on Gronk, I think, making a huge difference for them. Yeah. Because I think the one weakness of the Rams' defense on paper, especially where you don't have a true all-star playmaker, is in that linebacking court, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Gronk will do a lot of damage. I also think that Gronk, as a pass blocker and as a run blocker staying in, is very underrated. He made Houston for Kansas City 
look like a child at times. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And in, if New England is able to run the football the way that they ran the football against the Chiefs and have pretty much all off all postseason, mm-hmm. the Rams are going to be in trouble because then if you force some people to blitz and you're forcing people to come up, all they have is speed, right? Yeah. They have quick, shifty guys. They don't have that deep threat in New England. So if you're forcing to bring people up into the box – you know the Rams are going to have a tough time stopping that Patriot offense. I, yeah, it's going to be it's, it's going to be crazy. You know, and then I'm going to ask you though this, right? Does it if say say if golf has to throw the ball 45 times this game, do mm-hmm. the Rams win? Uh they can win. I it's I think it's a lot harder, and that was actually going to lead up to a question I was going to ask you. Yeah, is um. I think they can win, mm-hmm. but so for because I guess from the Rams' defensive perspective, you think you go, we have to somehow neutralize Tom Brady right. in some way right. because you know, like that's like the biggest key. Absolutely. So I guess the reverse question would have been: so if you're the Patriots, what's that one key that you have to stop, like to win? Right. And I guess your answer would be probably be Todd Gurley. Like right. you neutralize Todd Gurley, you probably have a better chance at winning. Right. But I think. I don't think Todd Gurley's been as explosive as he's been lately. No, I think I you agree. have to take advantage of that and yeah. say maybe if we can put, you know, yeah. a nickel defense out there and, and force them to run and the ball, force them to run, and Todd Gurley—that's a good call. You know right. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. They haven't. Todd Gurley's amazing, and mm-hmm. CJ Anderson's been playing like a beast. Mm-hmm. But if you can win up front with six guys and you can do a nickel defense out wide with three corners, two safeties, and right. all that, I think that's how you can win. That's a great call. I don't know if Todd Gurley. Right. Especially with this whole, right. if Patriots can hold the ball for forty minutes, like they if did. If you, if you, that's you, you make a fantastic point right there. I didn't even think about that, but it, let's let let's dive into that a little deeper yeah. if we could, because here's how I take that. Right, is if if what they if what you're saying is right, where they almost okay, we're gonna stop, we're gonna force you to run the football. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's very similar, and for you NFL historians out there, you may recognize this, but it's very similar to when the Giants won the championship, right? And they forced the Bills to run the football. And they had a good running back, but they still forced that, you know what I mean? So they completely, they thought, okay, we got to stop the pass. We got to stop the pass. We got to stop the pass. But what are we going to do? They have a great running back. Bill Belichick went, no, 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 no. We're going to force it. We're going to let them run the ball, eat that clock. And I think that's a great point. There's similar schemes in what Kansas City and the Rams do as far as they're explosive and they like to score quickly, right? And they like to keep that tempo. So by forcing them to run the ball, eat up six, seven, eight minutes of time, you play right in New England's hand where yeah. New England goes, that's the game we want. Yeah. If it's 17-14 at the end of the game, that's perfect. Yeah. Because as you see when in that AFC Championship game, the first two drives the Chiefs had, they threw the ball, I think, two times on each drive right. or whatever, and they only ran it once. The one run play only got two yards, and then they played nickel defense or dime defense and had right. so many corners exactly. out forcing you to throw it because, you know, they don't mm-hmm. have a running back that can run it. Right. So they were playing the pass hoping that you'd run the ball. Yeah. And they just never. They never But did. once they started running the ball. Right. Then the play action. Then the play came, action yeah. came and then in the and everything. Stuff, right. Yeah. And I think that's that's the adjustment that Andy Reid made. And I think that's something that I that McVeigh is probably going to look at pretty closely yeah. and go. But I think you're I think they're right. going to let him run. I don't think Todd Gurley in the first half could have a It's going to be a very bend but don't break type of type of game plan where it's like, we're going to let you run the ball all the way down there. But when you get within the 15-yard yeah, line... Yeah, then you put everybody th- in. Exactly. Then you're going to have to force... You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where, if you're New England, I think that their secondary is over underrated enough with the McCourty brothers along with Gilmore, right, at their two primary positions. Yeah. I think that... That is a very underrated secondary, considering matchup wise, 
who wins that matchup? Because I don't think that Robert Woods is going to beat Gilmore one-on-one. And I don't think Brandon Cooks can beat both McCourty brothers with a safety over top. I don't think that's... That's going to be a thing. Either. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and really, realistically, I mean, I guess I can look at the roster, but who's that third receiver? You don't really have... I don't yeah, because like, Cooper Cup's hurt. Yeah. So, so you don't have that third guy. Exactly. So if, if Gilmore... I think it really... That's also a matchup to look at, I guess. If yeah. Gilmore can one-on-one lock down Robert Woods, yeah. or if you want to even switch it up, if you Absolutely. think Cooks is a two, mm-hmm. if you want if Gilmore can one-on-one lock somebody down, yeah. you know, the McCourty brothers on the other side, right? I think you're going to have so much trouble, because then you... What mm-hmm. else are you going to do? You have to right. run the and ball. And I think that the way New England runs defense right now and the amount of pressure that they've been bringing in in the, in this postseason, right, I think that letting guys like Hightower, right, and I think Van Noy has had a, an incredible postseason for you Lions fans out there. I know that hurts uh, hurts probably for me to say that. But, I mean, he, he had a hell of a damn good game in that ASC title game, making a couple really big plays there. And I think that if the Rams, if... If like you said, if pa- if the Patriots can get the Rams in third and eight situations, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. third and five plus type territory, I think the Rams are going to really be hurting because then I think you're relying upon the big play, and I think New England does a great job of preventing that one thing, right? That you can dink and dunk them all the way down the field, you know what I mean, but it's going to take you a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, to back to my question, if Goff throws the ball 45 times, if that happens, I think that it's going to be really, I think it'll be tough because I think if that's going to happen and he throws the ball that many times, I think along with that is going to be at least one turnover, right? Absolutely. A, a definitive, you know, and that's something where New England really benefited from. They, they lost the turnover battle. And yet they still somehow came away with victory. That doesn't happen very, very often. often. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think Brady needs to be better yeah. early on because that one interception, that first one, you're like, oh come on, man! Like yeah. you got to score there. You know, take that three score lead. Where the second interception, where it goes off Edelman's hands, I don't really blame that necessarily on Brady, but at the same time, you can't turn the ball over this game. If yeah. you give the Rams any more extra possessions, mm-hmm. it's going to be a total disaster for yeah. New England going so in. So then let's flip it then. So we just talked about how the Patriots' defense right. can stop them. Mm-hmm. So the Rams' defense, mm-hmm. how do you stop the offense? I think Aaron Donald is going to have to have a huge day because mm-hmm. I, I think that if... And I also think that their cornerbacks with Tlaib and Marcus Peters... I really think Marcus Peters is going to be the key because... As we know, he's a, he's a very good playmaking corner, but he's not a good covered corner. Yeah. And there's a big difference there, right? Tlaib, I think, is a hell of a cornerback even now at his age. But I think having the ability, whether it's Edelman or Hogan, right, whoever's mm-hmm. going to cover, whoever's going to be on Marcus Peters there, if they're going to think Peters is the number one and they're going to cover Edelman, I'm going to take Edelman in that. I'm sorry, but I am because yeah. I think he's a smarter football player. You know what I mean? I think that... Peters is kind of like when you're user in Madden and you play ball and you really try to jump that pick yeah. and he misses and then there's 40 yards of daylight. Yeah. He's that kind of guy. It's all or nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but I think the pass rush, though, like I said, if 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 the Saint or Saints are if the Rams can get a steady pass rush and can continuously force Brady off the mark, I think the Rams are going to be set up perfectly. And, and to do another point, and I said this last time on our last episode, our last quick hitter episode, I think Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead, that run game for New England has been criminally over I mean, underrated mm-hmm. this entire postseason, and they've really carried the offense. They ran for like over 100 yards, you know, 150 yards last game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. being able to effectively run the football, especially early on, to, 
to combat the momentum that the Rams are going to come in with because you know they're going to try to start hot. You know they're going to take a shot down the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can combat that and are chunking three, four yards off a run, it's going to really hinder what the Rams are going to do. Do you think that the Rams – I think if you're the Rams, do you think there's no way we can stop Brady? So you kind of just do the same thing that we just talked about on Vice versa, where you just let him run. Like you just have a lot of corners that you say – try but we know you're like if there's like six corners out there Mm -hmm. you know there's no way like no matter how great you are Mm -hmm. you're not gonna be able to find a guy open with that many people coming if you drop seven or eight back so maybe they just go run it on us and if you score while running the ball then that's you know that's the thing though new england here's that's the thing new england doesn't have necessarily have the best skill players on paper right but what what kills me is that even when they're in their backs up against the wall, third and ten, somehow manages to like find a guy who's open. You know what yeah. I mean? The thing about and we were saying this when we watched that game, New England always manages I don't by hook or by crook, someone's always open. Someone's yeah. always wide open in the middle of the field. I never understand it. I, don't I never I don't get it half the time. But if if Aaron Donald has three sacks in this game, the Rams win this game. Yeah. I really feel like that. You know what I mean? I think that if if the defensive line I think Dante Fowler against Gronk on the one side mm-hmm. is going to be huge because if Gronk can take Fowler and do what he did, the same thing he did to Lamar Houston, that that you take you neutralize a big part of that Rams pass rush. Mm-hmm. I think Sue is not what he used to be anymore, and I think that Donald's going to need to be double teamed. So because of that, and I think they're going to take a book out of the Saints playbook as far as what they did to neutralize that pass rush for a mm-hmm. good majority of the game because Drew Brees was pretty upright all game. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think if you limit some of the stupidness that they try to do with the Taysom Hill packages <laughs> and stuff like that and get away from what you do, if New England comes in and says, listen, we're going to go seven-minute drives, we're going to dink and dunk you down the field, we're going to run it on first down, we're going to run it on second down, try and stop us. Yeah. It's one of those things where you you better bow up. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, would you be shocked if you saw you know a Julian Edelman throw for a touchdown or something? No, no. Like, I anticipated you know, it at this yeah. point. I almost feel like you it's going to be mean? there, and Chris Hogan's going to be wide open down the middle of the I mean, field for a touchdown. Or Brady, yeah. they'll connect. You know what yeah. I mean? On the one they missed because last I year. Because I just think that they've always got one or two. That one hill play, like the hill, he made some great plays, mm-hmm. and like it's just something you don't expect because you have Breeze and Hill. You don't know what they're gonna do. Right. Someone like Edelman, who used to play quarterback and right. can actually throw the ball absolutely well, I could see some. You know, and they always have one or two trick plays like available. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In a, in a yeah, desk. Do they situation. use a, like they used a flea flicker? I think last week. I mean, I don't think it connected. No, it didn't but, work, but it took forever. Yeah. But I, it was like the I mean? longest flea flicker in NFL history. But I guess <laughs> that was cool. Um, no, it, and it's and it's the thing too. So I mean, there's there's cases for both teams. New England right now is favored by a couple points. Right, they're two no, and a half two point and a half favorites, point favorites right now. Um, I know when the spread originally opened up, the Rams were favored by one, yeah. which was a little weird, I thought. But it, based off of what you've seen from this team, from both teams, really, as we kind of wind down the episode here, um, give me two things. Give me number one, obviously call your shot, who's winning this game, and then tell me why. Because I think you can make a strong case for both teams. Um, and if we happen to choose the same team who we think is going to win, we'll kind of I'll, we'll kind of give them that devil's advocate of why the other team should win. But yeah. give me who you think wins this football game at the end of the day. I think at the end, I just can't. And I, I did it last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to pick the Patriots to win. Okay. Uh, score, 
I think it's going to be somewhere in the mid 20s. I would say yeah. like maybe like a 28, 24, you know, Something somewhere. Close. It was going to be close. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a last drive game. Um, I would say that because I don't trust. You had the Chiefs who have the best, who had the most sacks uh, defensively wise mm-hmm. to quarterbacks. Right. And they didn't even touch Brady nope. the whole game. Nope. Credit to so, that offensive line. Yeah. So, I mean, if they do that same thing, if Brady can have three seconds to throw the ball, that's all he needs to get the ball with. I don't think I don't trust Marcus Peters enough, uh, depending on if he's on Hogan and or Edelman. Mm-hmm. And I think Gronk's gonna be a big factor because it's got to be. He's, he's gonna have be. to be because it, it's almost to the point where you're gonna have to force that safety to come down, have Joiner yeah. or somebody cover him, mm-hmm. and then even then I'm throwing it over the top. Exactly, I'm, I'm forcing have, somebody to make play. We have Cordell Patterson who can maybe just kind of just and that's sneak a guy out. that we didn't even talk about this entire episode who is a total wild card because he can run the ball right. Yeah. It, it's just. It's just another instance of a guy that you don't think about. Yeah. But Dorsett had a had that forty yard touchdown mm-hmm. pass. You know what I mean? It's guys that are just kind of there. Yeah. You know they just I mean? make that random play that one you don't play, think about one time. And I just don't think I think what we said earlier were the Rams offensively. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get neutralized by. Uh, they're not going to be able to throw the ball well, so it's going to be all on Gurley. And when mm-hmm. you put it all on Gurley, I don't think Gurley will be able to produce it. That might sound crazy from an MVP candidate earlier right. in the season. But I just don't see him producing, so I have the Patriots winning. Okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you that I think the Patriots win. Now, of course, last time we did one of these, we both agreed the Saints were gonna win, and look how that turned out. But uh, there's a couple things. Number one, it's Tom Brady. Okay, it, and I don't feel like this is the if I, I still have that sinking suspicion. And I know I probably said it before. This might be their last time. This might be their last season. I really do feel like that I, sometimes. I, kind of feel, I feel like all the AFC teams right now, yeah. like someone like the Colts, yep. Chiefs, it's, Ravens to a it's gonna be really hard. Point, it's like, going to be really hard to get back, I think, next year. The Chiefs aren't going to get worse. You know yeah. what I mean? They theoretically could have Le'Veon Bell next year. Let's just put that out there. But So I think this is the last run that they're going to make. And I honestly think that maybe Brady might retire, honestly, mm-hmm. if they win this. And I think Belichick theoretically could too if he really wanted to. You know what I mean? I'm sure the whole NFL would be like, oh, thank God, because now they're gone. We have some, We have a chance again. But... In all legitimate, like, you know, Brady's not getting any younger. And I think that this right here, if he's not already the GOAT, this would be like the cherry on top to be like, he did it again with a different group again, with a different team, different advert. You know what I mean? It's just a different yeah. feel about this Patriots team. And I, and I do think that for whatever reason, they're going to have something. There's going to be a play. There's going to be a drive where you're going to go, how the hell did they do that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like in that overtime drive. So I have the Patriots winning. I also have some money on it, but that's beside the point. But um, I have the Patriots winning. I'm going to say it's going to be 31-28 the final. Okay. Um, but let's just, for instance, so we have that. We'll, we'll kind of give our final remarks. We'll remind everybody who won. But how do the Rams win this football game? I mean, the Rams can... I think easily win. I mean, mm-hmm. you just have if you can get to Brady from the defense. Mm-hmm. I'll be very scared if like the first drive yeah. and it's like two hurries and a sack or something. Yeah, like, that's gonna be rough. That will like if Brady gets they get the ball first or driving and all of a sudden it's like sack sack. You right. know, long third long, down, long third down, and, and then you're sitting punt, there. Right. They punt it, and then the Rams get the ball, and Gurley just starts <laughs> running all over. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll be sitting there like kind of right, very yeah. worried about that. But absolutely. Um. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, the Rams' defense. I think it's a bigger part in this game. If they can hold Brady, they can get to Brady. They mm-hmm. can slow down those receivers and mm-hmm. stop the big plays and stuff. Yeah. I mean, 
then you just rely on golf. Hey, score 20. I do feel like this is going to be a very similar scheme between the two teams. I feel like it's going to be a lot of bend but don't break, and I feel like we're going to see a lot of long drives. Yeah. I really do. I just yeah. if, if both teams are going in knowing, okay, we're not going to really be able to stop, and they're going to be able to get 100. Like, I feel like the Patriots are going to use the Lions tape against the Rams and mm-hmm. go, okay, what did they do? Because if we watch that game, right, they kind of slowed the Rams' offense down a little bit, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's their former D coordinator, you know what I mean? So they allow a bunch of yards, but if you don't let them score and you hold holding the field goals, yeah. that's, you know what I mean? I think that's, that's, I think they'll be the, the, I think the red zone, because I think they're yeah. going to enter the red zone a lot, yep. that's the biggest key. If you It's touchdowns over field goals. And force Goff to make a mistake. Yes. Force him to overthink it, to be like, oh, wide open, bam, picked, you know, and picked yeah. off. You know what I mean? The turnover battle is going to be huge. I think the Rams win this game, but two things. I think Goff has got to be just as good as he was last week, right? Minus that interception that went through Gurley's hands. I only blame that on Goff as much as I blame that on Gurley, but Goff was pretty good last week. I give him credit where yeah, credit's due. pretty solid. Um, I think Goff is going to have to be the better quarterback. I really do. I think he's going to have to be the better quarterback, and he's just going to have to he's he's going to have to make a couple throws that I don't know not, not so much that he can't make them. He's number one overall pick in the draft. He can make every throw, but he's going to have to make a couple throws where you're going to go, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to have to make a couple he's of those throws. What, he's going to have to do what Foles did last year, right? And he's going to have to make that go, like that back in the end zone to the running back or whatever, and you're going. How did he do that? Right. You're going to have to make like two or three of those. Yep. Those big time throws that kind of set you apart from every other quarterback. You know yep. what I mean? As to why you're there. I think that's the big thing. That's how, and obviously the pass rush for yeah. the for Let's the think Rams. about it like this. When the divisional round started, I think he was like the second worst quarterback left. Yep. I agree with that. I think it was Dak was at the bottom for me, and then he was like second to worst. Yep. When you look at all the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So at that point, like you're the second worst quarterback. You right now you can prove right that, that you're, you're actually right, the best absolutely. quarterback out of the divisional round. Absolutely, so that could be big. Yeah, and and you beat you beat the standard bear. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Honestly, it's one of those things where you, you only got to do it once. And I think it's I think this is like their year because of how they built this team. I think next year you lose like probably half lose some, of those. Yeah, you're gonna lose you some got. pieces, obviously. And so I don't know if you can be the same team that you were next year. Seattle's only gonna get better. Yeah. And all these teams are just gonna get the better. NFC gonna, the NFC as a whole, I think, is gonna be stronger next yeah. year. Anyway, so I think there'll be a think, resurgence. Yeah, I think this is the year. If the Rams don't win it, I think it's going to be a problem. Really so tough. I think they really have to go all in and try it for this one. I, I that's 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 a great take. I really do. All right. So once again, guys, both me and the Merc Zone have the Patriots winning. It's going to be a close game, I'm sure. Let us know how you guys feel about it. Comment on this link here on our SoundCloud account. Let us know on our Twitter. I'm always right PC on our Facebook page. Yeah, hell, even on our Instagram page if you want to reach out or reach out to us directly. I'm at Rob Mendyke. And Mike, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Mike Merkel. Mike Merkel. All right. So let us know what you guys feel. If we're dead wrong, if you agree with us, if you agree that the Patriots are good to win, but you don't understand our logic, anything and everything, let us know. Uh, We appreciate the support, and we will see you guys, as always, next time.